Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Hey, y'all, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Woo, come on. As y'all coming in and coming live, do me a favor. Go ahead and share the video. Ooh, put it in the picture. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Ooh. Goodness gracious. Come on, y'all. Good morning this morning. Welcome. Come on. Woo. Come on. Mm, 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 mm. Do me a favor as you are coming in, just start sharing the video. Put it in your favorite groups. Tell your favorite people come in and grab this. Um, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I think I forget that almost every morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. This is Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ, and we just want to welcome you to our community of believers growing in grace through Jesus Christ. Woo! Come on, y'all. Mm, 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 mm. I'm excited. Woo! My God, I'm glad to be here and worship with you this morning. I'm grateful for who God is. Come on, y'all. Keep sharing. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I don't want to act janky. Be Jesus, be a fence around my phone. You don't get to act janky this morning. There we go. No janky phones. How y'all doing? Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's a good day um, to have a good day. Do me a favor as you are sharing the video because you're going to share because we want to get the gospel everywhere. You're going to put it in somebody's DM. You're going to put it on somebody your timeline. You're going to tag some folks as you are sharing. Come on, share, share, share as you are sharing. Um, oh, my gosh. As you are sharing. Come on. What am I doing this morning? As you are sharing, as you are sharing the video, do me a favor and drop something in the comments that you are grateful for. Come on, share share with us something you are grateful for. Tell us, I am grateful today for whatever it is. Um, and it doesn't have to be all super, I see y'all sharing, keep sharing. It doesn't have to be all over the top. You might just be grateful for something simple like socks. Um, I mean, and I'm being serious. Like sometimes we are so deep that we forget to thank God for the little things. Oh my God. So thank God this morning. Show us something you're grateful for and don't let nobody else judge what you're grateful for. Nobody else can determine your level of, uh-uh. Nobody can determine your level of Thanksgiving. Come on, Deshauna. I'm grateful for good neighbors too. I have good neighbors too. I'm really grateful for good neighbors. Come on. Someone said they're grateful for their children in life. Someone said they're grateful for health and strength. Somebody said they're grateful today for health and spirit. Today, I'm I'm, I'm just going to be me. I'm grateful for my socks. I have on my favorite socks today. Um, 
um, and they just bring me a level of comfort. So I'm grateful for my socks today. And they're they're like breast cancer awareness socks. So I'm grateful for my socks today. I am. It's just a little thing sometimes. It's not necessarily always the big things or the deep things. So good morning. Uh, Nia Daniels says she's grateful for her mother. Uh, Cynthia says she's grateful for a second cup of coffee. Uh-huh, he's got to. I'm grateful for Judah. Hey, Judah. Woo! Uh, my aunt says she's grateful for the activities of our lambs um, and a right mind. Deshaun, I love, I didn't used to love socks, but now I've started loving socks. So I'm sorry. Katina says she's grateful for her dad. Keidra says she's grateful for her new coffee creamer. Listen, I woke up this morning and guess what I was excited about? Uh, pumpkin spice. <laughs> Where are all my pumpkin spice lovers at? I was so excited that it is pumpkin spice season. Oh, my God, I have pumpkin spice in my coffee. Oh, my God, it's pumpkin spice season. I was so excited for pumpkin spice season. Judas frowning. They don't like pumpkin spice. It's fine. I was so excited for pumpkin spice season. Pat Trailer, don't be no hater this morning. Miss Patty here, hater. Hating, don't be no pumpkin spice hater. Join the team, you don't know what you're missing. I was so grateful for pumpkin spice. Uh, yeah, Gloria said yes, pumpkin spice. So grateful for pumpkin spice creamer this morning. That's not what's in my coffee. I'm gonna have to find some, but I'm so grateful. Uh, another pumpkin spice lover. Come on, where are all my pumpkin spice lovers at? I bought a pumpkin spice and vanilla candle from Trader Joe's. I'm so excited. Come on now. Zandra says she loves pumpkin spice. Come on, all my pumpkin spice people. Julia says she's grateful for pure joy and happiness. I am too. A merry heart is like medicine to your soul, right? Teresa says she's grateful for retirement. She don't have to clock in and clock out, man. I told the Lord, um, I was talking to the Lord about this season and I was just grateful. I had taken, um, I had taken less duties this season. God had been very specific and was like, focus on this, focus on this and focus on this, right? These are the three things I want you to focus on in this season. And as he was sharing with me, the three things that he was, Linda is another pumpkin spice lover. As she was, uh, yes, Artie's going to try pumpkin spice. Come on, Artie, try it. Um, as I was just worshiping God and thanking God and just blessing God, I had, I had just took less, like I was decided, I decided, you know, I'm not going to do, I felt the Lord focus on the devotional, focus on the prayer call, um, and focus on Bible study, you know, and host your pillow talk, by the way, pillow talk, October, um, the 13th. I cannot wait. The house, um, that we're going to be at is so amazing. Ladies, I'm going to see y'all some little clips of the house today that we're going to be at. If you're registered for Pillow Talk, make sure you go fill out your form. I sent y'all a form. Um, oh, I cannot wait till that weekend. That weekend is going to be a blast. Our sponsors have just made it plush. If you want to sponsor, you have time to sponsor for Pillow Talk. And what I mean by sponsor, you'll um, give a sponsorship because we're just at cost. We're not making money off Pillow Talk. You'll give a sponsorship. We can include your promo materials in our bag. We can mention your organization. It's just a really good way to connect your business to a group of ladies. So 
I'm just grateful. So um, I was grateful and we're going to talk about that today. I'm just so grateful for the wisdom. And I just felt the Lord tell me to like, let go of, let go of some stuff. Right. And so in this season, I decided to let go of some things. I made a decision, like I was going to let go of, and I was going to focus on these three things that I knew that the Lord was telling me to focus on. Some of my ladies that have been to pillow talk know the impact. They're like, yes, they not even going, but they like, yes, yes, yes. Um, um, so um, I'm just grateful that I listened to the wisdom of the Lord. Um, I took less things in this season. There were some things he told me to let go of. And so I'm able to support um, Josiah. I love the fall too, Malisha. Um, I'm able to support Josiah in this season on his journey without being overburdened or stressed. Come on, y'all. Without being overburdened or stressed that I have all these other obligations. So I was grateful for listening. I'm so grateful for listening to the wisdom of the Lord. And the Lord has a wisdom for us in every season. Um, we just need to make sure we tap in this season. So let's pray and get started. Father God, I thank you for the mind of Christ. I thank you for um, this devotional. I thank you for your people. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your heart and how well you love us. I thank you for keeping us. I thank you for a fresh anointing. I thank you, Father God, for um, teaching us how to rightly divide the word. I'm thankful for Lexington. Um, I thank God for just provision and protection and waking us up this morning. I thank you, Lord God, that we all operate in a sound mind, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that this is a brand new day, fresh mercies. Woo! Will you just receive your fresh mercies today, Lord God? I thank you for fresh mercies. I receive my fresh mercies. I receive fresh grace. I thank you for your healing power. I thank you, Father God, for transforming us. I thank you, Father God. Um, that we are growing in grace in Jesus Christ and we are learning to walk outside of religious traditions and we are learning, Father God, how to walk in the truth of you, Lord God. We want a deeper understanding and a revelation of you. I thank you for pumpkin spice. I thank you, Lord God, for my mentor in this season, Lord God, for his wisdom, his knowledge and understanding that he just liberally bestows on your girl, Lord God, and how he's developing me into being a better leader. I just thank you for the call on my life, Lord God. I thank you for the opportunity to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I thank you for Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey. I thank you, Father God, for my sons, for my grandsons. Thank you for my mother and my father. Thank you for my spiritual parents. I thank you for all those connected to me. I thank you for fellowship, family, and sisterhood. I just thank you, Father God, for those that um give into the ministry, Lord God, bless them today. Bless them in a special way. Bless our partners, Lord God. Let a liberal blessing, a good blessing, show up good in their life, Lord God. Bless their hands. Let their hands, the work of their hands prosper. Show them your favor today, Lord God. Let some debt decrease, Lord God. Let some new opportunities come to our partners today, Lord God. I thank you for their stewardship. I thank you for their faithfulness. I thank you for their giving, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for those that share the gospel. Thank you for them this morning as well, Lord God. I thank you for every opportunity to sow. It's a good day to sow. I thank you you're giving seed to the sowers. I thank you, Father God, that you're opening up wells. Ooh, I hear you, Lord. I thank you for wells. I thank you for digging new wells. Ooh, thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. My God, I thank you, Father God, 
for the maturity to manage the new wells, to steward over the new wells, to steward the new opportunities. I thank you, Lord God, that everywhere we go today, that when someone connects to us, that they are connecting to you, Lord God. I thank you that we are the hands and feet of Jesus throughout the earth. Father God, we pray for our president, our vice president, the Senate, the House of Representatives, our Supreme Court Justice, our governors, our mayors, our councilmen. We thank you, Father God, for leadership that exemplifies woo, your kingdom, for leadership, Lord God, that is submitted to your kingdom. We thank you, Father God. You are raising up godly leaders, godly men and women, Father God, um, that will um, that will represent you and represent kingdom. We drive out every spirit of darkness in our government. We shut down every plot, ploy, and plan of the enemy. We bind the spirit of confusion back to the gates of hell from which it came. We thank you for a more unified government, Lord God, that's for the good of the people. I thank you, Father God, that our government officials are being overwhelmed with your love, that you're encamping and sending ministering angels around them, Lord God. I thank you that they'll have a divine appointment and encounter with you today, Father God. I thank you for new leadership, fresh new leadership, eyes to see. I thank you for our sons and daughters, Lord God, and that you're raising up a generation that will honor you, Lord God, that will seek after you, Lord God. I thank you for fresh grace and fresh mercy. Father God, I ask that you strengthen our parents today, Lord God. My God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that they're not afraid to do something new with their children, Lord God, that they're not afraid to lead their children in holiness, Lord God. No matter how they parented them before in the past, Lord God, give them the strength to overcome. Thank you, Lord God, that they received a fresh grace. Thank you, Lord God, that they know today that no task is hard. Father God, I pray for all our marriages. I thank you for godly marriages that honor you. I thank you for husbands that love their wives as Christ loved the church. And I thank you, Father God, uh, for wives who honor and submit and love their husbands, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for godly marriages, marriages that represent kingdom, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, marriages that are sealed in the blood, Lord God. I drive out the spirit of contention and dissension and lewdness and crudeness and sexual immorality in marriages. And I thank you for healing, health, and holy wholeness. I thank you for godly fathers, Lord God. But I thank you, Father God, that even when we don't have fathers, that we will not make excuses, that we co-parent with you. And even if we have two-parent houses, Lord God, that we start co-parenting with you, Lord God, that we parent with you, that we remember that these are your sons, these are your daughters, Lord God. Give us the wisdom for our children. Give us the strength to overcome. Let your love abide in us, Lord God. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that your spirit ruled throughout the earth. Your spirit is in our school. Your spirit is in our hospitals. Your spirit is on our medical community. Your spirit is on our teachers, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing and a fresh grace falling down on your children today. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Oh my God, I thank you for this community. I thank you, God. We worship you. Can y'all just worship God with me for a second? We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you. 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 We worship you. We bless your name. We praise you. We lift up the name of Jesus. You are so faithful, God. You are so good, God. You are so wonderful, God. And Lord God, we thank you for salvation for unsaved spouses, spouses that do not know you. I thank you, Lord God, that um, the gentleness and the loving support of their wives will turn them towards you, Lord God. I thank you for the gentleness and loving support of their husbands will turn you towards them, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Father God, for divine connections. Can I just pray just a little bit more? Can I just give y'all just a little bit more? I thank you, Father God, for just divine connections, Lord God, that the next step that we make will be a divine setup. I thank you for opening doors that no man can shut, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that anything that's been problematic for us in the spirit, anything that's been trying to, like Daniel, when Daniel prayed, Lord God, I thank you if anything has been trying to hold up our open doors, we break it, we dismantle it, we pull it down, we tear it up, Woo! we pluck it up, we render it null, void, useless, and brought to no effect. Nothing can hinder, you ought to put that in your comments today, nothing can hinder me in this season. Woo! You ought to put that in your comments today. Nothing can hinder me in this season. Nothing can hinder me in this season. Nothing can keep what God has planned for Lakeisha, for Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey. Nothing can keep from what's supposed to happen for LMJ Ministries happening in this season. Come on, you ought to put that in your comment this morning. Nothing can keep what's supposed to happen for me in this season. Nothing can hinder me in this season. Come on, nothing can hinder me in this season. Nothing can keep me or hinder me in this season. That ought to be your proclamation. Nothing can hinder me in this season. There is no door that the enemy can close, right? Because if God's got it open, baby, you better believe when God has got the door open, there's no demon, no devil in hell that can keep you from um, walking into the spaces and the places God has called you to be. I thank you, Lord God, that you have made us like hinds feet, Lord God, firmly plucked and established in your word. We cannot even hinder ourselves in this season. I thank you, Lord God, for that. I thank you, Lord God, for that. Nothing can hinder us in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. You ought to declare that nothing can hinder me in this season. Nothing can hinder me. Nothing can hinder my business in this season. Nothing can hinder my ministry in this season. Nothing can hinder my marriage in this season. Nothing can hinder my children in this season. Nothing can hinder me in this season. There will be no hold-ups. My God, I'm declaring that. There'll be no holdups. Whatever was holding you up, Monica, whatever was holding you up, Michelle, whatever was holding you up, Shayla, whatever was holding you up, Julia, whatever was holding you up, Shamana, nothing else can hold you up in this season. Nothing can hinder you, Michael. Nothing can hinder you, Tammy. There'll be no more holdups in this season. Nothing can hinder you, Edith. Nothing. There'll be no more holdups in this season. I'm declaring that bold because what God has planned for us, my God, and if God is for us, who can be against us? Come on. Who can be against us? Declare that over your house. Declare that nothing can hinder me in this season. Amen. So I want to give you a scripture today. 
We've been talking about warring and fighting differently, right? We've been talking about warring and fighting different. I felt that. I felt I felt my shando. Woo! I felt my shando on that. Nothing can hinder me in this season. Woo! I felt the glory of God rest on those words. I felt heaven aligned with those words. Nothing can hinder me in my season. So if there is something God has asked you to do, try it again. Like try it again. Go try it again and let God put his oomph on it. Can I, can I give it to you in the word before I give you today's scripture? We're going to plug through. Let me put my coffee up. Can I give it to you in the word? Oh my God. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. Thank you, Father God. Can I give it to you how I see it in the word? Oh my God. Oh my God. Give. Let me look it up. Hold on. Oh, I like when he backs up something in scripture. Woo, I like when he backs up something in scripture. Nothing uh, can hinder you in this season. Uh, nothing can hinder you in your season. Let me find this scripture. Oh my God. Thank you, Father God. Oh my God. I thank you. I think I know what it is, what I want, want to make sure. Oh my God. Thank you, Father, for your word. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Just thank him while I find this. Thank you, Father God. Uh-huh. That's what I thought it was. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want to assume nothing. Thank you, Lord. Back us up in your word, Father God. Back this up in your word. Often when the Lord gives a word, if you sense it enough to the Holy Spirit, he'll give you a scripture back to back it up. God just doesn't blatantly or say things, right? And so the Holy Spirit will give you a scripture. So I'm going to give you this real quick. Um, oh, my God. It says now that we're going to Luke 5. And it says now it had happened that while Jesus was standing by the lake of or the Genesaret or the Sea of Galilee with the people crowding all around him and listening to the word of God that he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake. But the fishermen had got out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put a little distance from the shore. And he sat down and began teaching to the crowds. When he had finished speaking, he said to him, he said, put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch of fish. Simon replied, Master, we worked hard all night to the point of exhaustion. Woo! Come on, Lord. This is my word. This is your word. And caught nothing in your net. But at your word, I'll do as you say and lower the nets again. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were at the point of breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help again. And they came and filled both boats of fish so that they began to sink, right? Peter says, go away from me. I'm a sinful man. For all he is, is his companions were um, completely astounded. But Jesus was teeping, teaching them how to fish, how to catch, how to do what they needed to do with Jesus accompanying them. I'm telling you, if you had something that you tried and then it did not work and you've been feeling the pressure and you've been feeling like you need to go try and do it again, go try and do it again. This time you got Jesus with you. And when you have Jesus with you, nothing can hinder or keep it from working, right? Sometimes we launch too quickly. Sometimes we move ahead of God. Sometimes we try to orchestrate things in the wrong season and it's not the season. And this is a specific word. This is not a general word. So if you've been feeling God telling you to get in the boat, to go do something again that you already tried and it failed once, 
I'm your confirmation today that it is the Lord telling you to go try. Go put the application in again. Um, go, come on now. I'm just being real this morning. I hear the Holy Spirit. I feel the Holy Spirit on this. Go put the application again. Go try again. Um, put yourself out there again. Build the resume. Whatever it is the Lord has told you to do, I'm telling you, and you feel it. Like it's bubbled back up. It was something that was in your hand. It was something you had tried before, and it did not work the first time, and it looked like you failed miserably. But I'm telling you, I hear the Lord saying, try it again. This time Jesus is with you. And when Jesus is with you, it just creates an opportunity for overflow. That's why we don't do nothing without putting Jesus or taking Jesus with us. Woo! Come on. Can I give y'all just a little bit of this word today? And then we're going to continue. We've been learning how to war differently. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to war differently. We don't use the same warfare um, in, in every season, the same, right? You got to war differently. You got to know what the Holy Spirit is telling you for every season of your life. And unfortunately, Monica, unfortunately, Pauline, unfortunately, Edith, a lot of times we take old information into new seasons and you cannot afford, you need to put that in your notes. I cannot afford to take old information into a new season. I'm about to run. I can't afford to take old processes into a new season. Um, every season is different. Every season season looks different. Um, sometimes um, the channels look different, right? And if we are um, committed to old processes or old old um, wine skin, if we are committed to old ways of doing things, if we've been doing um, things in a particular way and it looks productive, um, it will hinder us in the next season, especially when we're talking about how we fight, right? Um, how we fight our battles. And of course, yes, the Lord fights our battles, but there are certain strategies that he will give us in every season. There's information, new information that he has for every season. There's um, there's fresh water, there's fresh. So we don't have to try to drag with us even from one season to the next, right? You cannot afford to take old information in your uh, new season. What worked then will not work now. So the warfare has to be different. Um, your praise might be different. Your prayer life may change, but you can't afford to. So Proverbs 8 and 12, I want to give you this. I want to break this down. I'm going to give you as much as I can give you. And then I got to break off of it. Right. And it says, I wisdom dwell together with prudence. Right. Our wisdom dwell together with prudence. I'm just going to give you this little bit of this scripture because I've read this scripture so many times, but I didn't have the context and the liberal knowledge of what Solomon was saying. Right. Prudence means to possess knowledge and discretion. Woo! Come on. Prudence means I'm I'm having a sense of of what's going on. Prudence means I'm not going to be gullible or naive. Woo! And I want to tell you something. The Lord will never leave you gullible or naive. When I have prudence, I'm possessing something. I have a sense. I have a knowledge. Um, it's the opposite of being gullible. It's the opposite of being naive. When I have prudence, I have knowledge. I have information. I have, um, when I have knowledge, I've accumulated the facts, right? I've accumulated the facts. So in this season, right, you're going to have to dwell together with prudence. You're going to have to dwell together with knowledge. And you're going to have to dwell together with discretion. 
Come on now. You're going to have to dwell with those things. And what does it mean to dwell with those things? It means I live with those things. It means I walk with those things. It means I talk with those things, right? I, I can't walk around um, acting like I'm gullible and uninformed when I've accepted Jesus Christ as um, Lord and Savior. And my responsibility in this season is Tyree to tap into the Holy Spirit. My responsibility in this season is to get more Holy Spirit because knowledge is going to give you facts, right? Um, prudence is going to give you the sense. It's not going to allow you to be um, God. And then I'm going to talk to you. And then discretion, which is from the Hebrew word implying purpose and planning. Whoa, come on, y'all. Discretion is from the Hebrew word of um, meaning purpose and planning, right? This is godly decisions based on knowledge. Woo! Come on now. This is godly decisions based on knowledge. So in this season, right, you're going to dwell together with prudence. You're going to dwell together and possess knowledge and you're going to get discretion. You cannot afford to go into this next season or to be into this next season naive. And I am not talking about a worldly sense. Facts. Josiah has an infection in his leg. Facts. That's the knowledge to understand. Facts. We are on uh, 1,500 milligrams of antibiotics. Facts. Real facts. But what the Holy Spirit has done for me is to alter and change and to switch up how we flow in this season, right? So the facts, we get the facts, we gather the facts, we have the facts about the situation, but we're going to get the discretion because God has planning and purpose. And then he gives us godly decisions based on knowledge, godly decisions based on information. Why? Because I'm dwelling together with wisdom, with prudence, and I'm possessing the knowledge and the discretion because the Lord know how he created me. And if the Lord knows how he created me, then he has a better plan. The world focuses on technology and science, but the Lord gives his people discretion of life and the will of God. God is not, I need to tell you this, God is not going to bring you into a season and not give you the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding for the season. Part of the problem is we run ahead of God. We either take, come on, y'all, old information from last season or wrong information from other folks. Come on now. Or bad information, right? But we gather in the place with the Holy Spirit and he's going to give us the knowledge and the discretion for every season. There is no situation that God won't give you the wisdom for what to do next. I told you guys, when um, we when jo Josiah's womb got infected, the Lord had kept speaking to me that he's not healing. He's not healing. He's not healing. So when we got him into the doctor's office, all we kept hearing was, I'm so glad you brought him in. I'm so glad you brought him in. I'm so glad. This could have been a worse situation when they were discharging us. The doctor said, if your mama good, I know what they were saying. They were talking about the Holy Spirit. If your mama good starts telling you anything is wrong, you call us, not the facts, not what the science says. If your mama good starts speaking to you and telling you something is wrong, you call us and we're going to respond to your mama good. 
We're going to respond to the discernment. We're going to respond to the discretion because even in a bleak situation, right? Discretion, godly decisions based on knowledge. God is going to give me the plan for Josiah because God didn't mean for this situation to take Josiah out. I'm about to go. So why would he not give you a perfect plan in a circumstance or a situation? Because he didn't mean for the situation to take you out. God didn't mean for a situation. So if I didn't mean for a situation to take you out, even if I made a mistake, the scripture tells me he'll bless my mistakes. He'll take my mistakes and make them prosper. Oh. So even if I made a mistake, he has the ability, Lord, forgive me for my mistake. Forgive me for the decision I made, right? I want to honor you even when I make wrong decisions. Now give me the wisdom and the knowledge for how to get out of this mess or show me my way of escape. That's the kind of God he, we serve because he never, ever meant for whatever the situation you're facing to take you out. He goes track through, track through the Bible. He gave David, he told him when to hide. He told when a lot, he told Elijah to go to the widow um, in Zarephath so he could receive his needs being met. Track, you gotta start tracking the character of God. You gotta start tracking the nature of God. You gotta start tracking the plan of God. He will not live you. But we have to make a decision to dwell. And when it says dwell, I got to hang out with the wisdom of God. I got to let the wisdom of God supersede any knowledge and information I could have maybe had. Come on. But, but our problem is because anxiety comes in, pressure comes in, we continuously will make decisions without God because Pressure, pressure applied by the enemy is so that you won't settle in what the word of God is saying. <laughs> that's it. I got to cut that off. Oh my God, that's so powerful. So dwelling with wisdom, prudence, possessing knowledge, giving understanding. You don't have to be naive in any circumstance, in any situation. He'll give you the knowledge, he'll give you the wisdom, and he'll give you the discretion, meaning he's going to give you and teach you how to make godly decisions based on his knowledge, not the knowledge of the world, but based on his knowledge. When a medical doctor comes to me and says to me, based on your gut, come on, y'all, based on your gut. When a medical doctor comes to me and say, based on your gut, I'm going to respond based on your gut. I'm going to respond based on what you feel like you picking up. Not based on what the science says, not based on what the facts say. This the doctor saying to me, I'm going to respond to you based on your gut, based on what you feel, feel it, right? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And guess what he going to do? He's going to direct your path. So you got to make a decision. I'm getting ready to dwell with prudence. I'm going to possess knowledge and I'm going to live in the discretion, the godly plan that God has for me, meaning that there is a wisdom in every circumstance and every situation. I got to get out of the habit of allowing pressure 
to move me in a direction that may not be God because sometimes his plan may be just to sit still. Sometimes his wisdom may be just to rest. Sometimes his wisdom may be to go. Sometimes his wisdom may be to leave. Sometimes his wisdom may be to stay. Sometimes his wisdom may be to cut that off, cut those people off, right? Sometimes it's a season. It's a season. And every season has the wisdom, the knowledge, and the information. You just got to slow down and dwell in that place and not let the pressure of the situation. I gave you Luke 5, not even knowing that it would tie into this at the wisdom of Jesus and Jesus being in the boat. Look what happened. They caught what they were supposed to catch because Jesus was with them. In every season, you will be proper in your place if you let wisdom, prudence, knowledge, and discretion hang out with you. Woo! That's it. I love y'all. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yep, that's it, Nate. Nate said, I got to get out of my own habits and allow God to lead. That's it. Out of what we've done, that's normal. Out of what our mothers them have showed us. Out of what our fathers have showed us out of like getting out, getting out of our own head, getting out of our own way so that we can experience the fullness. What works for somebody else may not work for us. How somebody else does it may not work for us, but tapping into the wisdom, dwelling in the prudence, hanging out with, um, with the boys, hanging out with the boys, hanging out with the Holy Spirit and letting them lead. Oh my God. I'm going to chew through more of this. I'm true to more of this. God wants to teach you how to dwell, how to hang out and fight in every season. I'm so excited about this word. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for the wisdom. I thank you for prudence. I thank you for discretion. I thank you. You have a perfect plan for us. And I thank you. You are unveiling that plan. And no matter the circumstance of the situation, we can hang out with you. We can stay connected to you. There is no circumstance or situation that you will not give us the wisdom for. So we apply pressure in the spirit. We tell hell no. We will not rush. We will not be anxious. We will not be worried. We will not be moved. Let me share this with you. I had some um, I had a, some mail come, right? And it was some mail. Um, it was some, it was just like some, it was some, can I say this? it was like some mail from the federal government, um, saying I owe taxes, right? Well, when I first got the letter, I was like overwhelmed, right? I was like, what is this from 2018? Like, what is this? Right. I file my taxes. I do stuff in integrity and character. I said, what is this? And so the pressure, the enemy was trying to come in and make me anxious as first, right? He was trying to make me anxious at first. I folded the letter up. I set the letter to the side. I put the letter down for the weekend. I prayed over the letter. I said, I'm not getting ready to spend a whole lot of time on this. Not getting ready to be anxious. God, you have a wisdom for this. Waited till the weekend came back up, opened the letter back up, read through the letter. They had made I, and figured out what they had did wrong, able to send off to them and say, here is your mistake but I did not allow anxiety or fear. And I can't wait till they come back to me and say, you are absolutely correct. This is the mistake you made. Had I let the pressure of the situation overwhelm or consume me, I would have made decisions or been all over the place. And that's not from God. God never wants you all over the place. 
He doesn't. God never, never wants you all over the place. God never is going to put you in a situation for you to be all over the place. He's got wisdom. He's got prudence. He's got knowledge and he's got discretion. He does for every circumstance and every situation that you're in. So you got to learn how to dwell with him in every season. Father, thank you for this word. Bless your people. Two things. Woo! I feel it. there's an anointing on this word. There's a fresh grace and fresh anointing that you needed today. There's, there's a knowledge and a wisdom that you needed today, right? Yeah, Pauline, I wouldn't have noticed it. I would not have noticed it had I not slowed down the mistake. And it was a it was a very apparent mistake. They they charged me for the same income that twice. It was just apparent. It was a bad, it was just a bad mistake. God never wants you all over the place. Like it never wants you. He'll give you the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and everything you need. And when we operate in wisdom and prudence, guess what happens? That's how favor goes before you. When we, we be looking for the favor of God, but we won't yield to the wisdom, the knowledge, and dwell with prudence. Favor goes before you when you do exactly what he tells you to do in a circumstance or a situation. When you operate within his wisdom, that's how the favor attaches to it. Not to your wisdom, to his wisdom. Woo! Come on. That's it. We be looking for favor, but we ain't in his wisdom. His wisdom, his favor, his favor comes with the wisdom that comes from him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I hope you receive this word today. Two things that the Lord places on your heart to give, go over to the website, um, lmjministries.org and you can give there or you can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. If you have not made your donation this month for Feed the Streets, Go make your donation for Feed the Streets this month. Um, we we pass out meal kits throughout the community. Um, Feed the Streets also helps support programs like Drew um, Drew Projects, Flint Global, Second Chance Ministries, Caney Christian Center Ministries with larger missions. We also give resources to them as well. So if you're not made your donation for Feed the Streets, go make your donation for Feed the Streets this month. September the 24th is our next Feed the Streets. I love y'all so much. Um, second thing is if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to be the one to disciple and lead you to the Lord. So if that's you and you feel that tug and pull and you're like, Lakeisha, I need Jesus. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart um, to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best. I can thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Don't get off. Hold on just a second because I feel the power I feel the power of God this morning. I feel him lifting burdens this morning. I feel him tearing down and destroying yokes this morning. Just dwell in his presence for a second. Just worship and thank him for just a second. And then we're going to get off here. Lord, I just thank you for you leading and guiding us in this season. I thank you, Father God, that there is a wisdom for every circumstance and situation we face. I thank you. You have not left your daughters as sons without what they need. Overwhelm us with your goodness today. Overwhelm us with your goodness today. Do not let us second guess what you're saying to us in this season. Lord, we trust you. 
And wherever, um, Father God, we have unbelief, we ask you this morning, help us with your unbelief. I thank you, Father God, that burdens are being lifted this morning. I thank you, Father God, that you are changing circumstances and situations this morning. I thank you, Father God, that the Holy Spirit, our advocate, come on, is going before us advocating in the ears of those that we need to be divinely connected to, Lord God. Thank you for the open door. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for shouldering the responsibility of what's supposed to happen next. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, I hear you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for shouldering the responsibility of what's supposed to happen next. You do not have to shoulder the responsibility. The, the Lord will allow the Holy Spirit to shoulder the responsibility. You just let the Holy Spirit go be your advocate, right? To speak into the ears of those um, that you're supposed to be divinely connected to, to give you the wisdom, Shana, that you need in this season, to give you the wisdom, Um um, I, we give out about six. We started. Oh, Tammy asked how many meals that we started out giving when we started out feed the streets. We started out with 150 meals. Um, we are now giving out six. We give out 600 meals um, um, a week, a month. Um, we will sometimes we've given out a thousand. Um, we give out meals based on the resources we have. Um, and so that that's how feed the streets works. The other Flint Global. Um, puts it's just so much. Y'all go to the website and check us out. Thank you for asking that, Tammy. I'm always gonna get that information. Um, so I love y'all guys. Uh, God loves you more. I love you. God loves you more. Um, join me back here in the morning, 6 a.m., as God is teaching us how to fight differently in this season, talking to us about our seasons and giving us our identity in Christ. I'll see y'all back here in the morning, 6 a.m. I love y'all so much. God loves you even more. Um, love, peace, and blessings. Love y'all. Peace. Woo! My God, my God, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.